welcome to the Car Sim and Race Driver Show presented by Hugh Hattrick. Drive fast and try not to crash. Hello and good evening and welcome to the Car Sim and Race Driver Show. And today it's probably our biggest ever show because we have a very, very special guest. Oh, it's coming through twice. I want that it is, of course, Rory Alexander or Eeriris. Is it? I was going to say that was the question I should have asked you before we started. Close How enough, do you. you. That? Is that? Uh, it's it's Eeriris. So like here he is, like here he is. Oh, so, uh, ah, of course, very yeah. very good. That uh, that was the one question I should have asked in the in the in the pre-show build-up. <laughs> uh, welcome to the show. It's great to have you on the show. Um, and to all our viewers and listeners who are watching live, whether it be on Facebook or on YouTube, it's wonderful to have you with us. Now, you've already been uh, giving us your questions because we've got a very special prize for one of our viewers, which Rory will have to uh, pick, uh, which I'm sure will be very, very difficult. So make sure you get your questions in and we'll do our best um, to help or to let uh, Rory answer them. Now, Rory, you have been a YouTuber for quite some time. And I'm sure your viewers are longing to know how did it all start and what motivated you to do sim racing? Um, so I haven't actually been on, it feels like I've been on YouTube a little while, but in, in comparison with the, the bigger boys in the, in the sim racing space, I certainly haven't been there for a long time. It's been, I think it's been about two and a half years now. So my first video, I think, was in 2018, January of 2018. Um, and how it came about so me and my wife actually got married in october of 2017 uh, i hope i got that right she'll she'll get me if, I'm, if not <laughs> um, and we were actually on we went on honeymoon um and outside of the excursions and all this sort of stuff we spent a lot of time by pools and beaches just relaxing if you like uh, and obviously your phone is is you know where you where you watch your tv and all this sort of get your entertainment these days and you know like on those youtube um sessions that you have you go down a bit of a, a rabbit hole don't you and you end up watching some sort of things and i happen to stumble on gran turismo sport and um i'd always always played gran turismo sport well i had a bit of a break um but i had played gran turismo sport for a long time like gran turismo one and two then i had a big break before I think I played three as well, actually. Um, but then I didn't play it till Gran Turismo Sport. And um, mm. I've always had a keen interest in media, and I'm a bit sort of entrepreneurial, I guess. Um, and I just thought, you know, let's give it a go and see what happens. I hear all this, oh, YouTube's so great, and, you know, all these, all this sort of stuff about how people do very well on it. And I thought I'd give it a go. And, I, and to be honest, that was two and a half years ago, and I haven't really stopped, Hugh, to, to be honest. Wow. No, I mean, that's really good because you've got 26,000 subscribers if I, over that now, which is fantastic. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I have to say, I, when I've been looking at the different videos and watching them, it, it, it seems like you've been doing it an awful lot longer than that. Because, um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, we've been a, a lot of people started following the kind of sim racing from maybe the mid 2020 or 2010s, whatever you call it, you know, from about 2015 mm. onwards, um, it seemed to kind of get started. And then some of the, the bigger guys, um, that's when they kind of saw a lot of growth in their channel. Um, but what I love about your your uh, uh, channel is that your videos are really unique in the way that you present them. You're very honest. And I think it's quite funny when, when uh, you know, you have one, did I cause this crash? 
could I let me know in the comments what you think? And so I remember watching one, um, and you only you tap somebody slightly. Mm. I think he carved you up a bit, and you tapped him, and he went wide. And I thought, my goodness, Rory, you are awfully kind. Uh, anyone <laughs> else could have thought it was definitely his fault. Um, very relaxed, very patient um, mm. for a, a racing driver. But you've got that, you know, you've managed to obviously bring that audience forward, and, and uh, which is great. Do you, do you find that? That you know, how, you obviously view a race. If somebody collides with you, you're mm. you know you're quite quick quick to say, "Well, that may have been my fault." Mm. Um, is that something that you continue to do, or do you think maybe you've changed your approach over the years? Uh, well, firstly, I'm I'm no better than anyone else on this game, and and you know we're all the same people when we put down the controller, we put down the steering wheel. <clears throat> Sorry, um, and nobody's got any more authority or anything than anyone else, or no one's got any more right. To anyone else to be on this uh, on this game, um, and you know I, I'm not always right, and I've learned that through my life. You know I've I've been adamant in times when I was a lot younger that I was correct, and getting that perspective and and to be honest with that sort of stuff, I always ask the questions uh, where what everyone thinks because I have my view on it, um, and even if I did get my view and stick to it, the comments, the trial by comments, it. It's, it can be savagery sometimes. So um, so people will let you know either way. So it's best to, you know, um, not apportion blame um, and and let and sort of let the people who, you know, are, are equally as, you know, qualified to make a decision on it as, as you to let you know. But I do try and stay as clean as possible um, just because I've got a passion for not only racing, but race craft. Uh, uh-huh. is, is something that's massive for me. When I was younger, you know, the drivers that I, I first started watching, Damon Hill, you know, that's kind yeah. of, I try and have my driving style around that, smooth. Uh-huh. Uh, then went on to Jensen Button, is another, I'm another massive fan of Jensen Button. Uh, yeah. You know, just a smooth driver who is maybe a bit more conservative. And I yeah. think that is maybe why I am the way I am on the track. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Now that's really good because I remember years ago when it showed, to, to show my age, um, I was only 21 in 1996. In fact, in, in, in when, when Hill was champion, but actually it was in 94 mm. when he had that clash. I was staying at a friend's house and we were watching the Australian Grand Prix live. Yeah. And of course, when it was Hill and Schumacher, um, and uh, and of course, uh, we'd actually, the, fun, the, the start of the race, it was so early in the morning, we both of us had actually fallen asleep. Um, and uh, all of a sudden, when Schumacher and, and Hill got close to, to one another, and it was the sound of Murray Walker that woke me up. And I said to Jonathan, wake up, wake up. It's all happening now. Um, and so they were sitting in our living room watching this thing. And of course, it was um, Schumacher clearly hit Hill, and that was the end of his race and the end of his championship. Yeah. And that was that. Um, so, you yeah, know, I think there's those clean kind of drivers that have tended to come from Britain in terms of like Hill and, and Jensen, who have managed it with their racecraft and just with their, their kind of kind of gentlemanly um, mm, approach. That's it. Yeah. I've done really, really well. Um, but so, no, that's, it's 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 great you've got that that bit and I think um, probably from your viewers as well as myself you can get ready to tap somebody a little bit more in the future for your next rounds of races. Although uh, it- <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. I think um, you know if I I've got a big thing about you know if if I can't put if I have to bump someone to get them out of the way yeah. then you know I shouldn't have got that place anyway and 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 karma on Gran Turismo Sport is a is a wonderful thing. So uh, <laughs> if you, you know, you're going to get your comeuppance at some point. Um, so, you know, and yeah. plus I'm kind of, I've kind of pigeonholed myself in it now. I've um, uh-huh. over the years called so many people out, I think, um, or made such a point about, you know, uh, drivers and, and etiquette and stuff that, you know, for me to ram someone or, you know, if I did what Super GT did to Momos, then, um, 
then I'd, you know, the whole channel would just be done. I'd be done in a day. Uh, <laughs> I may as well shut up shop now. So, um, yeah, I very much made a rod for my own back with that one. But it's good, though, because it keeps me in check. Um, you know, and as I say, uh, I have not got any more authority or or anything to be on this game than anyone else. Um, you know, we're all the same. So, uh, absolutely, I'm not an elitist. I don't think I ever will be. Uh, and I think that's the quality that most people have on this game. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, I think it shows as well that you can make it to the top and drive cleanly, which is really good and a very important example um, because that's the thing. You've got into the top runs of Gran Turismo there um, and uh, and it's it's great to see that you are driving cleanly um, and you are. I mean, yes, you've had the struggles. You know, sometimes you've had your race wiped out because folk have mm -hmm. crashed in or whatever, um, but you you fight back and you get back mm -hmm. there and do it honestly, which I think is a really good example to see because ultimately I think we're, as fans and as, as viewers, that's what you know we're, we're wanting to learn from the stars and in effect you guys are showing us how to do it and um, so we, we watch your shows as much to, to for entertainment but also for to learn the tricks of the trade and um, mm. you know how do you go faster what do you do how do these things work and um, so no that's it's good to know well i better start asking you some of the questions because my goodness they are mounting up in the comments okay. here so thank you to okay. everyone who's been asking questions so i'm going to go to the first question that we had that was right there um it was from if i scroll up here on the comments from dave cam um, who is a first-time viewer, and he said he might only catch the first 10 minutes, but hopefully we'll, we'll get it. Now, question for Rory. Pick one car from one sim and one track from another sim. What would be your dream combination? Uh, I'm very, yeah, I'm very kind of predictable. I can make this nice and easy. Um, my, so firstly, hi, hi, Dave. Thanks for your question. Um, I like group two at Suzuka. So Suzuka happens to be on iRacing as well as Gran Turismo Sport. Group two, uh, mainly the uh, the Nissan, um, uh, the 16, I think it is, um, GTR. Um, so, you know, pairing those together, it's where I'm uh, quickest. And to be honest, it's where I got to uh, sort of my highest driver rating. So I could get into those, I say top split. It's the last round of the top split. So it's the top split in the loosest uh, way of uh, way of saying it, and I'm fully aware of that. But, yeah, so uh, it would be grouped. So, yeah, the Nissan uh, GTR uh, Group 2 car on Suzuka or Interlagos, one or the other. That's very good. I, I like the kind of short circuits, the ones like, you know, Brands Hatch Indy. They did it last week with the Minis. And that was great. Yeah. I said to me, I wasn't too far away. Um, I got within about, I think, about six tenths of the or five mm -hmm. tenths of the fastest time. Which I thought, well, that's not too bad for someone like me who's I'm, I'm on a oh, at the cusp of, of A, just at the top of B and S. Mm -hmm. I, I think when you say I'm BS on the game, it does <laughs> amaze you people thinking, oh, why are you even bother starting? You know, but right, um, I've been but, there. I've been there, Hugh. So I'm choosing my races carefully because I'm just at the very top of that and I'm hoping to get into A in the next few weeks. That's my target mm -hmm. uh, to try and get into that. But it's not about me. It's about you. So let's get another question done from GTS Rogers Racing. Uh, question for Rory. Do you ever think you'll do YouTube full time? Uh, no, uh, I don't think so. Um, I, for a few reasons, really. Um, one, uh, <laughs> I've got a mortgage to pay for. Uh, or a mortgage to contribute to. I don't. I don't. Obviously, you know, I've got a very successful wife as well. So it's not like I'm, you know, the one earning all the money here. So it's very much a team effort. And um, you know, so I wouldn't want to get YouTube isn't guaranteed. Um, and the amount of money that you make on YouTube until you until you you know get into the hundreds of thousands of views on a, yeah. every video that you do every day, um, yeah. it's just not sustainable. Um, people say you don't get into YouTube for the money, um, <clears throat> and you don't, to be honest, because 
it's it's crazy how little they pay you. You really need to do it for um, for the passion of it, really. And also, yeah. um, I think it's important. It would be important from a mental health standpoint. I don't think I could turn my passion into a job. I think because that would turn. You know, if you if you went pro in making videos on YouTube, you would get up in on a Monday morning and be, oh, I've got to go to work, and I and I wouldn't want to make it that. Um, yeah. So, for example, I haven't I haven't played since. Um, uh, Saturday evening when I did the last, I think it was uh, manufacturers uh, series race. And, you know, I'm free to do that, turn it on and turn it off whenever I want. And um, as I say, turning that into something that I would need to do every day could also take sort of something away from it. And also finally, sorry, very long winded answer. Um, it would, it would ruin the journey because I would then become less relatable to 99% of the GT sport, you know, community Um who are also trying to balance family, full-time work, practice, and delivering results on track. So, um, so yeah, I, I wouldn't do that unless you know, unless I went Jimmy Broadbent or Super GT style. Um, you know, I, which is very unlikely. Um, no, I, it, it's it's not a possible. It's not really a consideration at this point. Well, great answer. Very, very good. Now, here's a, a very quick question for you by Jan Hendrik Jewin, um, who says. Uh, which game do you like more, Gran Turismo or iRacing? Oh, good question. It depends what depends what for. Um, so, the, my favourite thing to do in all of sim racing is the team event stuff, uh, and you can only do that on iRacing. You know, the the, the twenty four hours of Le Mans, uh, Spa. Uh, who else will you do? Um, Daytona. Um, I'm trying to think what other ones. Oh, Nurburgring, of course. How could I forget that? Those are, it's a unique challenge in sim racing. Um, you know, and I, I come together with uh, three other guys. There's a, there's a few other guys that, that we, um, that we race with, um, but, you know, with, with Rob and Rob and Alex, um, who I don't know if the guys will be familiar with in, in the chat. Um, there is, you know, it's, it's a unique thing, but you, they're special because, they are they're sort of infrequent. There's kind of every other month, um, but day to day Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo is a much more I find polished product. You know, you you turn it on, you're ready to go. You don't have to do setups. You don't have to do this, that, on the other. Um, so, if I was to if I had to play one, it would just be Gran Turismo. It would just be Gran Turismo. It's a great game to play, really, isn't it? It's nice. It's, oh. You can just jump in and drive, and that's yes. the, the it has thing, its, isn't it? It has its faults, but um, you know, it, it's you know, for what it is, it's it's my favourite game. It always has been, uh, even back to when I was. It must have been about ten when it first came out. I'm not sure. Did it come out in '96 or something. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, since then, it's Gran Turismo has been the go-to, you know, blue chip racing game for me, and and I've loved it ever since I first first played it. Really. Ah, oh, that's brilliant. Now, let's see, a uh, uh, quick question. This is from a political mind. It says, uh, hi, Rory. I went from an SR rating of S to E in one session. It was quite a session. How do you resist the temptation to retaliate against other drivers for unfair penalties? Um, really, you've just got to be part of the solution, not part of the problem. You know, you can't, two wrongs don't make a right, I think is, is probably the, the best way to put it. And to be honest, you're only going to make your situation worse if you hit someone else, um, hit someone else off. You're both going to get punished for it. And um, I think it's almost like, um, uh, you know, it's, it spirals. If if you mm. if you sort of hit someone and you're and you're 
SR goes down, you are then going to be put in the lobbies with people who have low SR, who do this yeah. all the time. Then you're going to get even lower SR and lower and lower. And it's, you know, it's a vicious cycle. So I would just say, put your radar on, drive, you know, it might be painful, but do maybe five, six races, not hitting anybody, regardless of the result. Uh, get yeah. yourself up into your to your S rank, um, and then you know enjoy some clean racing or cleaner, yeah. cleaner racing. I always remember Super GT saying that in the most part, if you try and avoid people who are having a clash, you know, we see two people in front that are continually banging or getting very close to it, um, let them go because in the most time they'll probably crash and there'll be a time very shortly that you'll be able to make up those positions yeah. because they'll probably they will probably take each other off if they're if they're going at it too much and sometimes you see that you know three abreast into a right hander um you know something's going to go wrong in there so it's not worth getting involved yeah. in all of that exactly and um you know just use your awareness and you use your racecraft we've all watched enough you know first corner pileups to know that if you're in if they're in the mid pack or if you're at the back of the pack coming into turn one take your foot off the gas just 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 woosaw yeah. we like to say uh just yeah. hang on uh and you know live to fight another day these if you know don't be part of uh part of all the collisions because most of the time you've to to finish first first you've got to finish yeah. uh, it's something yeah. we use in the you know in the endurance world we use that phrase but you know even yeah. if you're in daily race b or daily race c the same still applies if you get punted off or you know if you spin on t at turn one you you're done for so you know just yeah. uh be a bit more concerned. I would say be a bit more conservative, but of course I'd say that. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's a very interesting question by the Mew. Um, here is out of the multiple YouTube channel partners you've acquired, which was the most surprising, i.e., Fanatec, Asher, etc.? Um, most surprising, well, all of them, to be quite honest. Uh, the fact that, and I know we touched on this before, um, uh, before we came live, Hugh, um, the fact that any, but the fact that you're interviewed, you wanted to put me on your podcast and want to, the fact that these wonderful people out there want to ask me questions, the fact that companies want to work with me, um, I still can't quite get my head around it, if I'm honest. Um, so they were all incredibly surprising to me. Um, you know, they equally have, they've all got their merits, you know, the, the amount of the stuff they've, you know, lent to me or, or provided me with uh, to showcase on the channel. The value of it is, is just mind-boggling what they're what they're willing to put into somebody like me, and it's very humbling. And you know, I, I take it I'm really, really grateful for it, to be honest, uh, and feel very indebted to them. Um, I guess, I guess it, you know, you've it's your first, really, isn't it? So the first, um, the first company who ever uh, wanted to work with me was uh, GT Omega Racing. Actually, oh, yeah. none of yeah. none of the big boys that are, that you know are here now, and and all this sort of stuff. It's it's always your first you remember, isn't it? So, yeah. um, so uh, it it must be them. When I when I approached them with you know I think I had five thousand subscribers or something. Uh, for them to acknowledge me and to you know value me enough to part with their flagship product, yeah. um, you know, it's 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 incredible. So I would say I would say them. I've that. seen them where they they do specific sim rigs, don't they? And the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They do. They're, they're really good products, actually. You know, they're really, really good products. Um, uh, they're a great sort of. You know, they're not quite the. They're probably in a different price range to to some of the other stuff now. They're not. You know, your sim lab in terms of rigs, or I think yeah. Sparco do a very expensive rig as well. Um, so you know, it's not your sort of your aluminium profile type rig, but as a starter. I think it's a, it's a fantastic choice, along with what you've got, of course. The you know, and I, yeah. I had yeah. it before. 
Yes, Sorry. yes. The Logitech G29 steering wheel and pedals. And that answers another question because um, what was the, uh, I've got it down here, if I can find it again or have I moved on. Yes, what would you say would be the best rig for its ability and price for a beginner? Very easy question. That, that, there you go. That's it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you just said it. Um, it's, it is the best way into sim racing. And the, one of the biggest problems with, with, um, uh, with sim racing is that it takes up a lot of space. I yeah. think I've now got a bit of clout with the wife that I can, you know, I've commandeered the third bedroom now. So that's like my little, uh, my little room, uh, which is taken up. So it's a home office at the moment as well, obviously with, with working from home and things, but, um, yeah, that is, that is an absolute, you know, steal for the money. And you can also fold it up and you can yeah. put it away in the corner. So, you know, um, you can't, you know, that's, that's the answer to that argument of, you know, you can't have this in there because it takes up so much room. So no yeah. worries. I fold it up like a deck chair. Uh, and away we go. So um, I would say go onto Facebook Marketplace, eBay, wait for Amazon Black Friday, um, yeah. go get yourself a, a Logitech D29 and a um, uh, yeah. and a play seat challenge if if you yeah. want to get that, if, if that's your entry. Well, I mean, I got mine for less than three hundred pounds, and that was for all of it, and that was brand new um, on a Black yeah. Friday deal. So it's amazing. I mean, it is a cracker of a deal, and as you see, it's so good. Um, it did mean I had to get rid of my uh, my exercise bike, but I thought, well, hey, exercise bike, hey. or, you know, <laughs> there's no doubt people think, well, what's going to happen to me if I get rid of that? It might put yeah. people off. But, um, but you know, but, so it, but it is amazing how you can get into all this stuff, and it is relatively inexpensive, really. For the price of a, a, price of a PlayStation, yeah. almost you can actually get quite a good piece of kit. And also, and, and I make this argument quite a lot, is if this is your hobby and this is your passion, um, most people might go out on a Friday night uh, to have a few beers, uh, you know, on, and on a Saturday night to have a few beers and potentially some beers on Sunday afternoon. If you tally that up, I know throughout university and throughout my, you know, early 20s, I could buy many, many rigs, many, many G29s, many, many uh, PlayStation challenges with the amount of beer that I drank, you know, through that. Oh, no, sorry. I say beer. I didn't like it till I was a lot older. But um Vodka Red Bulls and, you know, oh, aftershock. It makes me feel sick just thinking about it. Jaeger bombs and all that sort of stuff. So it's just about where you, what you see value in, you know. And uh, if you invest in these things, then you've got them forever. Yeah, yeah. We've got some very nice comments here coming in as well. One from uh, DJ Safer. I hope I've pronounced yeah. that correctly. Um, yeah. uh, that's what he likes about your channel, that people of all ages can watch. And he set a very good example. Uh, in fact, he would let youngsters watch it. Uh, and you can't say that about, I'm not sure what that was, uh, about Stuartsman. Um, but, um, but yeah, so um, so he's basically saying that your channel is very good for all ages, which is great, because oh. especially in this day and age, it's nice to have a channel that, your, that youngsters can watch and can learn uh, how to do sim racing properly. Yeah, uh, and my nephew watches me, and, my, um, and, and you know, they've sort of my, I think my dad pops into the stream, I think even my father-in-law's popped into a stream, so I have to watch my P's and Q's, um, otherwise I get a bit, <laughs> get a turn off, and yeah, you know, and plus it's just, you know, like I said, you need to be, you need to be you, and um, you need to be aware of your audience, you can look up your demographics on YouTube, and you can see who's yeah. watching you, and it's from like 16 to um 16 to about 45 i think is my my main bracket and so you do have to be aware of those things i think yeah. and also as a as if i and also i'm representing people and even before i was representing people it you know and brands and things um i was aware that i wanted to work with brands and get that authority through working with brands and i'm not going to get that by rage quitting swearing throwing yeah. controllers around you know you're just not a marketable individual that way so your integrity is massive and and what you and what you put out there so 
Yeah, no, that's good. Um, now, here's another question from Zaza Racing Team. Uh, I think hopefully I pronounced that correctly. It's yeah. uh, what would you consider your greatest achievement in sim racing so far? Oh, um, I think it was uh, this year actually. Uh, we won. We won the twelve hours of Bathurst or Bathurst, uh, whichever, whichever way you want to say it, on um, uh, on iRacing actually. Um, so trying to take on the mountain for 12 hours in iRacing uh, with a field of, you know, 60 odd cars is, you know, absolutely, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Um, the fact that we, that we won that just through again, you know, being there at the end and, and we've got a very, you know, we've got, I love the people that I race with on, in, on the iRacing sort of team stuff because we've all got different strengths and weaknesses. And one of mine is not being the quickest, but, potentially being one of the safer ones because I'm a bit more conservative in the way I drive. And that came through as a real strength because uh, with endurance racing, it's completely different. The fastest guy won't always win. The smartest yeah. guy and the safest guy will always win. And uh, and that really came true. So I was really happy with it because, you know, like I said, you don't need to be the quickest to win these things, but we just seem to out, we used our, our smarts and our race craft to deliver mm -hmm. a victory uh, in arguably the, the most difficult one of the most difficult races, you know, in sim racing. Yeah, yeah. No, I think these these endurance races are quite something. Um, just having to change over and then stay up all night yeah. to watch it. And, and yeah, and, and sorry to cut you off. It's also the the community side of it is, you know, we get we get guys there and, and the names that you're you're saying in the chat right now. Um, you know, <laughs> they're there from half an hour before the race till after you're done. You know, when yeah. you're up in it, well, I'm not up in the middle of the night. I'm very lucky that. You know, we've got a couple of night owls who like to do the night shifts. <laughs> I don't know why that is. I won't argue, though. Um, but, you know, I go to bed at 10 o'clock having raced. They're in the chat. I get up at 5 o'clock in the morning. They're still there. And, yeah. you know, we call them like we call them stream MVPs. We have a bit of a, of a joke about it. But, you know, the, the community support with it, they really, you know, they're there with you on the journey. And, um, yeah. yeah, it's a war of attrition for everybody. Yeah. Now here's a, a, another question for you. Would you like to do, a, you know, get yourself a, a, a racing license and actually have a go for real? Uh, yes, yeah, I would. Yeah, basically. Um, <laughs> I just think, you know, it's so. Yeah, I, I would absolutely love it. You know, if if this thing if this thing blew up, um, you know, and, and finances were not not an issue. Um, you know, you'd see me in the you'd see me in the BTCC as a privateer without a shadow of a doubt. Um, yeah. I would be in some estate, like you know the you know the old uh, Volvos. Uh, yeah. I would be in in some sort of estate like that because I just love the charm of that. With like, I think it was Rickard Rydell, I think yeah. was in it. Um, yeah. yeah, loved it. And I would have some sort of confectionery sponsor, even if they didn't pay me. I'd say, I'll pay you. Can I please put your spot like a you know like the Nescafe Laguna. Or, uh, you know, I'd love to have, you know, I mean, with my Gran Turismo stuff, I like to play around with the liveries and have a bit of a lightheartedness with it. So, you know, like M&Ms or some sort of chocolate bar or something. So um, that would be 100% what, what I would do. Yeah. Ah, no, that's the thing. Because now, I mean, as a lot of the YouTubers have grown, um, we have seen them get, get, you know, maybe a drive um, in some cars. And, I mean, I know you... Um, uh, Steve Alvarez Brown a wee mm -hmm. while ago went to McLaren and they got they got there was a GT3 uh, McLaren I think he drove now yeah. I'm not sure which, if it was a 650s or, or similar yeah it was a, a 650s uh, GT4 yeah which was fantastic um, um, and quite a few of them I know like they see the guy from Seen Through Glass 
um, he got to drive the the, yeah. what, the the Renault F1 car along with I think Matt Gallagher and a few others as well. They, yeah. They've all done it in time. Uh, but that was the first time I'd ever seen people actually getting a chance to actually go into a proper Formula One car um, mm -hmm. and have a go around Paul Ricard, um, which I thought that would be incredible. Um, you know, to, you build your YouTube channel and you get to that level and then you, they invite you to come along to things like that. Um, if there was any, I uh, obviously you said the BTC, BTCC, but let's just say somebody is listening um, from Renault <laughs> or from one of these things. What would be your ideal um, kind of day out, you could say, in terms of, of racing cars? Uh, it would, do you know what? It would be exactly that. It would exactly. be exactly that. Or I'd love to, um, I'd love to whisper in the, in, the, um, in the owner of Dave Perel's team, Say, so, oh, Dave. Dave doesn't feel very well today. He, he said, you know, or, or go out for drinks with Dave. Sort of like, you know, the the couple of days before, just get him absolutely hammered so he's really hung over and he's not fit to partake. And say, so, oh, funnily enough, I actually bought a helmet with me. Uh, you know, um, that. So I'm a. I love GT racing. Uh, you yeah. know, so there's obviously a difference in speed and standard between you know your your Toka stuff and um, and your GT racing, but. That was a big part of why, you know, even why I wanted this wheel as opposed to the F1 wheel, because I much prefer the GT stuff. I love yeah. the, you know, the the way that you can turn these supercars and, and normal road cars into yeah. absolute monsters uh, and then race them. It's just, I love it. So, yes, uh, it would it would be some sort of GT, I think. That's brilliant. That's great. Now, we have a funny question here for you. Um, and Rory, it seems like you like the peanut M&Ms. Why is that? Oh, sorry, you don't like the peanut M&Ms. Why is that? <laughs> I, I don't. This was coming from uh, my last video when I, I, don't, I don't. You know, sometimes when I'm saying my saying my uh, sort of narrating on my videos, I do say some silly things. Uh, and I did. I just said one time that um, I don't like peanut M&Ms over chocolate ones. I just felt like I needed to clarify of the <laughs> M&M livery what whether they were chocolate ones or um, or whether they were peanut ones. I don't know. I just don't. I never really liked nuts as a kid, so I always said. I was allergic to them, which is a bit naughty. I should never have said that. It's quite insensitive, I know. Um, and, uh, yeah, I've just never – to be honest, I've never had a peanut m in, in my life. Uh, but I do know I like chocolate, so uh, I often eat that way too much. So, um, yes, that's, well, that's why, really. late-night streaming and for your video thing, isn't it, to keep you going? Oh, need the kind of sugar high oh, to kind of keep you – Oh, I can't. The, the, met the metabolism isn't what, what it once was, Hugh. So, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I used to be able – you know, those dominoes that I have on my streams are – you know, I feel like hell the next day and feel like I need to go to a run. So, um, and, and yeah, my wife reminds me, so, <laughs> so I need to be careful. And one of the things as well, I'm sure some of our viewers here also, who obviously are actively um, do a lot of sim racing in, in Gran Turismo, um, when they've played, you know, quite intensely for maybe a few hours in an, in an evening, it's quite hard to kind of come away from that. You know, like it's, it's quite hard to sleep right after that. I always find you need maybe an hour or more to kind of just get yourself relaxed again because it's... Mm. If you've been in quite intense races, it does, it kind of fires you up um, and you almost want to debrief yourself after it. It's, how do you find once you've done um, a, a big night of racing, are you able to um, quite easily go to sleep or do you find you need a bit of time to relax? It's funny you, funny you mentioned that actually because over the last, since I've been doing the top split stuff, obviously I can't go into the three o'clock top split because you know I'm nowhere near that level of the top, top guys. But So I've been doing the last ones at sort of 11 o'clock. Um, <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, yeah, it's exactly that. I've noticed that once I'm done, I, I'm i thinking whether I've had a good race or a bad race. I'm either on a high because I've had a good race or, you know, I'm thinking, oh, no, I've got to, you know, that race was really bad. And now I've got to do 
I've got to somehow spin it for a video in five days' time. So there was a, you know, that those sorts of thoughts run it through, run through my head. But um, I think Jimmy Broadbent actually said it really, really well. He said the cars might not be real, but but the racing is. And um, you know, you still get that adrenaline rush. You know, I still get the nerves. You know, when I in one of my races recently, there was uh, Manuel Rodri in there. You know, some of the, these guys who you watch on on the live on the live streams and live events. You know the pinnacle of the of the sport, and you're you're in there with them. These same guys, you know. Um, I do get very nervous, and I do go through those same emotions. I don't want to let myself down, but I also I feel like I need to push because I want to see how close I am to them. To be honest, um, yeah. see if I can take a scalp, little old me. Uh, <laughs> log off, turn off the laptop at work at five o'clock. Go, you know, put my son to bed, and then let's see if we can beat some FIA world finalists. Let's uh, let's have a go, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that's that's to me isn't it it's it is it is something well i better get through all these questions because there's lots more coming in which is fantastic um let's say now from alex it says rory any tips for mastering a life being a husband father full-time worker sim racer and a youtuber how many hours does your day have oh so uh, quite a few um but sometimes i do will have you know lazy days sometimes i will completely crash out so you know i'm not going to sit here and say you know i'm superman and super dedicated and super you know disciplined and all this sort of stuff um i like to get up a typical day is probably i like to get up about five something like that um uh i'll then sort of slowly do i might do some scripts for a video because since the covid stuff started our gym doesn't open till six um so what I'll do is I'll do some scripts in the morning. I'll just tap away and do some script really just in front of the TV having a coffee uh, because I've got a sort of a two-hour window before Freddie wakes up at 7 a.m. And then I've got the 7 till like 9 a.m. shift before I go to work to give Erin a break who's probably been up all night. Um, so 5 till 7 is sort of script and then gym and then 7 till 9 is Freddie. Work through to about 5. Uh, Freddie time from 5 till about 7 when he goes to bed. So bath and, and feeding and all that sort of stuff. Um dinner with Erin and then, you know, any sort of spare time, you know, when, you know, when people sit on this, we have quality time with our other halves or whatever. Yeah. Um, but really we're all sitting there on our phones while well, I'm sitting there on my laptop, just tapping away, doing a script or, you know, doing something to try and improve uh, my product. But I definitely wouldn't say uh, I'm a master of it. Um, but you know, this thing does take, you know, a bit of dedication. So I do try and um, try and outwork, you know, at work quite a few people i try to you know i try well it, it definitely must be the case because that's great getting up at five o'clock in the morning especially when you have a young one because it can be quite hard to sleep anyway when you have a, a young one yeah uh, I know the first few months of, of when we had ours it was uh yeah it was we had to swap the shifts i would stay up till midnight um and then my wife and then i would, and then i'd go to bed and then my wife would do the four o'clock bell and uh, so okay so, so we're quite so we're quite lucky. Erin is Erin's. I say trained like he's a like he's a, an animal. Uh, he's, she's she's got in a routine with him. Um, so it's it's really he's you know we're very lucky at the moment in terms of sleep. And also, I'm very lucky that because I'm working and she's on maternity leave, this has materialised into some sort of pass, which means I don't have to get up in the night. Uh, yeah. and, she, and she does it all. So you know, um, so I've got to take my opportunities while I can. Uh-huh. Now, here is a, a, a question um, from the Mew. Uh, if we're going to ask off-kilter questions, who picked the colour for the wonky shed? Ah, thanks. Uh, thanks for that, Mew. So this is a... So I've got a shed. So I've got a shed in the back garden that I do. Um, so with my channel members, I, I try and do... Because I feel, you know, incredibly 
grateful and, and borderline guilty that people are parting with their hard-earned money just you know just to support me so what we do is is we've only done a couple but i really need to do some more is is like a an away from the rig you know just a chat with everybody about you know life and about stuff and it was a really nice sunny day a couple of weeks ago and in the background was i foolishly had my shed and um <laughs> this was a project that uh, normally i like to you know if I, I'm not a pro at lots of things and there's less hassle and there's less stress and there's less arguments to pay someone to go and do it. You know, I'm not a shed putter upper. I believe the technical I'm not, or whatever that, you know, assembler or whatever. Um, and that just is a wonderful example to Erin that let's outsource all stuff that is technical or, you know, yeah. DIY, because I am not, you know, I, I struggle enough putting my rig together, let alone anything else. So um, yeah, she chose it. I painted it. Um, but yeah, it's it's a shame. It's a nice colour, but it's just completely ruined because the shed is wonky and could fall over at any point. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that's good. I suddenly thought when I read that question, I thought, "Oh my goodness, is is my video coming out wonky?" When I suddenly no, saw no, it, no. It was some kind of underhand or joke that I didn't uh, that I wasn't aware of. No. It would but do I, if I set it up. All those pictures on your wall and the, you know. <laughs> and, the and the bookshelf would be like that. Yeah, you'd well, be in trouble. Not. <laughs> relatively straight there we are now there is of course a prize a prize now i'm not letting you see the prize but i hope it i hope it lives up to expectations but for one of you lucky um, viewers who has been writing a question or a comment that rory thinks is uh, um, is the best one which i'm sure is going to be quite a difficult task you'll be getting something rather nice hopefully in the post it is a special wall tiles very similar to one of the ones you see on the back but this one is of two legends of formula one one, of course, is Ayrton Senna, and the other is Fangio. And this picture was taken of the two of them together. So I'll show you. Here we are. I don't know if that comes out. I can a nice relaxed picture there of two of probably Formula One's most well-known and, and fondly known uh, F1 fans. So if you would like a chance to win that, um, as you very kindly have brought many of your viewers over from your, um, from your own channel, I thought I'd give away a nice free gift. Um, now, one of the places, it still looks like Vera Duckworth, but it is not. It's actually Fangio. But, uh, so, <laughs> it was, but, um, so, yes, so one we will choose at the end of the show um, as, to, as to who will be the lucky uh, owner of that. And then we'll have to try and contact you and ship it out to you in the post. So there you have it. Um, you can only get that on this show. Now, some of you might be appalled or some of you might be amazed, but um, one of you will be getting that as it comes along. And of course, you too, um, Rory, will be able to choose a photo tile of your choice to send me a picture um, and you'll get one like the one that size behind me. Um, yeah. And uh, you can uh, of anything you like and it sticks on your wall and I'll send one out to you. Oh, well, uh, so thank you for coming on the show. No, thank you. Yes. Great. Thank you very much. That um, Now, one of the things was, I know you do, obviously, a lot of uh, lobbies as well, and I've actually been asked by one of my co-hosts um, who's watching tonight is, could we potentially do a lobby race? Would that be something you'd be up for? Yeah, of course. I don't do as much lobbies as I as I wanted to uh, because I have terrible internet where I am, and I'm actually, you know, um, I've got what it is, uh, bandwidth three or, or NAT type three, which basically means you can't race with anyone. Um, but since we've we've actually changed that from last week, so uh, so yes, absolutely. Name a time, name a place, we can absolutely do that. Yeah, well, that would be great fun. I did once do uh, a lobby. Well, I, I attempted to do a lobby um, that, that uh, Super GT was doing, and my amazement was a, a space came up, so I got into it, and I was just finishing the kind of the other kind of qualifying session, and I told uh, uh, Steve that I was in his session, and the first thing he did was ram me right out the back, so I went flying off, and then then of course his game crashed. 
and his stream crashed. <laughs> so he had to reset his game and that chucked me out of the whole thing. So that's oh. as near any of the YouTubers being able to race with them. Um, although, to be fair, I have raced against a kind of random race that David Perel happened to be in on a Sunday night, um, which was quite fun. Um, and uh, he actually crashed into me again. So maybe I've got, I don't know if I've got that got kind on. of like saying, hit me up the bag or whatever it might be, but it was quite, it was quite fun. But then I did, I did uh, email him afterwards to say, was that my fault? And he seemingly said no. So um, I'm <laughs> in the wrong place at the wrong time. Uh, but no, yeah. it'd be really good to do lobby races because I mean, yeah, of course. You're getting right up there in the times, the qualifying times. Um, what would you say is the secret to getting a really good time in Gran Turismo? Copying the top 10. Yeah. <laughs> That's, let's be completely honest about it. You know, um, I've, I've taken on a couple of my streams, my and, and I say it in my videos, you know, um, I try and impart with a bit of uh, knowledge on, to people is, you know, don't reinvent the wheel. In business, you call it benchmarking, which is a posh word for copying. So, you know, if, if you can see the top 10 times and see, you know, where people, where the big breaking points are, well, firstly, what car they're in uh, is a big one. If you've got a choice to choose it and you're not a manufacturer, you know, where the big breaking points are, what, where, you know, what gear are they in? What are they doing on the exit? Are they, you know, are they, um, are they upshifting early? That sort of stuff. It's, it's, it's just imitation, to be quite honest to you. That's what, that's all you need to do. And anybody can do that if you work hard enough. You can imitate. Anyway, you've got all the stuff on the screen. You know, you've got the throttle inputs, you've got the brake inputs, you've got the steering inputs. And, you know, really anybody, anybody can do it. If I can certainly do it, then trust me, uh, then lots of others could do it. Yeah. Um, without those top 10, I would be screwed. I'd be screwed. Yeah. Now, I've got a question here. I'm just trying to make sure that I've got it um, at the right bit here. Um, it was about the ERT racing team. I'm not sure yeah. if that was maybe your own racing team, um, but what was the? I think it was the, the, the motivation, or what happened to you know? What was the decision to, to make that or to join the, the ERT um, racing team? There is, there's two, um, there's two kind of iterations of uh, of ERT. It first started probably about eighteen months ago uh, when I saw another uh, another well known uh, you know uh, sort of content creator um, being very picky about who could enter. They had another, uh, they had a sort of like a community-based thing. And what they were doing is saying, you had to be at level X to join. Um, and, you know, you had to do this. And really, I felt it was rather elitist. Uh, and I, I was, you know, I wouldn't have even qualified for to be in their community team. So what I wanted to do is I created just ERT uh, and just said, look, anybody who wants to be part of something can, can join this. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to do anything. All that we ask is that you represent, you know, me and the, and the, and the community and what we stand for, you know, the, the sort of stuff, you know, the clean racing, that's it really. I don't care how fast people are. Um, it's just trying to, you know, race craft and all that sort of stuff. Um, that's where ERT originally came from. And then you've got another aspect called ERT esports, um, which was, you know, I'm very flattered by it. It was, it was a bunch of, of the guys, um, started it you know started it and asked if they could use my name really uh, and i said yeah of course and i'm ironically i am the slowest member by quite some way of of ert uh you know we've got some incredibly fast uh people on there and if you go follow their twitter or anything like that you'll see them but you know top they're all graduating into iRacing so you know top split iRacers um previous uh world gran turismo live events like uh, people um drivers you know, so um, I didn't. Re I came up with the community side of ERT, 
but then mm. they just they took it and ran with it and they've created something that is um you know it's almost a bit awkward that i am the slowest i feel a bit, <laughs> a bit guilty about it to be honest but um, um it's really nice though because the, the reason that they say they're going to keep the name um is that they say they 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 became friends through my channel and my community and, and you know that is what brought them together and they're now very close friends um and we're all very close friends through this which is you know incredible um, yeah. to think that guys with the same passion did i think on you know on the sunbed in bali that i would start a youtube channel and meet all these incredible people no no i didn't um yeah. but you know it's 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 fantastic and that's that's how that came about i'm very grateful that um uh, that that they used my name to be honest yeah well i'm sure it'll come the day when you get to the uh, uh btcc race or a grand prix and then you'll be walking down there just minding your own business and someone will call you out and say ah i know you and it'll be it's, uh, that's, that's that's serious you know so it's uh and uh, you'll be able to to answer um and uh, but no it's great that you've built this community and i think that's the wonderful thing about um youtube is that every every channel um gets its market share doesn't it, it kind of find mm. its market um, and uh, obviously most of the people here are, are motorsport fans and they like what you're doing they like watching the sport they like watching you drive and then in turn trying to copy you probably and trying to find out how he does it and you know how you how you you, you get um good lines and your race tactics and things like that so it's good it's like you know it, it's it's i used to think when i was watching some of the streams it's almost like it has replaced going to the pub in some ways because it's like lots of men and women in you know online watching and having a having a chat but one or two people were doing, you know, particular things. In this case, it's driving, um, yep. and it's kind of it's it's a really nice social side to it all, and they have a good laugh, and, and everyone has has got their audience too, which is which is is great. Um, now we did have um, a question on where do you see the the channel, your channel, going in the future? Oof. Good question. Um, I I don't really know to be honest. With you, um, I'm just going to keep doing what I do and try and you know enjoy it. I, you know, I feel like I'm at, I'm at, the journey's gone really, really well. So, and I'm doing this because it's been a very up and down journey, you know, from when I first started Gran Turismo on the, on the, um, you know, I was in chase cam on the, uh, on the controller with, you know, traction control on That's a bad thing. But, you know, I've since graduating, you know, I got to A and I thought, right, okay, I'm going to go buy a steering wheel and a, and a, and a seat. Uh, and I'm going to document, nobody's done this. I'm going to document my journey of, going through that and going through the aches and pains because everybody does it. If you've bought a wheel, you've the first time you use your wheel and, and you probably were the same, um, you know, it's a real struggle. I, I was coming last and all this sort of stuff and I had to document it all on the channel. Um, and then, you know, I got to a certain A plus, which was, which was part of, I did a series on it. Um, and then it kind of plateaued and I'd sort of been rumbling around the 50 K mark, you know, between a and a plus for a long time. Mm. Um, and then now I've just kind of elevated my game that little bit more. And I've I just had a bit of a reset of my mind around, right, let's scale back with the content because I was just driving to make content at this point. And it was it got quite unhealthy with that point. It wasn't about me enjoying it anymore. It was about me um, making content. Um, so I really tried to dedicate. I said, right, I've, I've pre-picked the races that I want to do off the Gran Turismo calendar, uh, yeah. the manufacturers. And I thought, you know, let's see how well I can do here. Um, I obviously use Suzuka to bump up my rating to get me to a high point um, to even get me in the arena with these guys. Um, and yeah, you know, it's it's been interesting because I've been able to stay there. But in terms of the channel itself, I'm just going to keep keep doing what I'm doing. Um, I know Gran Turismo 7 is around the horizon or on the horizon. 
So that is potentially going to be another start of a new journey. Um, and I've never been, you know, only being on YouTube for two and a half years, I've never been through that uh, change. You know, some people have been through every F1 game, you know, 2010, yeah. 11, 12, and, you know, they get new, and you can see it. I mean, it's even going on right now with with some yeah. of the guys who do that, that they hammer the content when the new uh, Formula yeah. One games come out, and they just get monstrous amounts of traction and monstrous growth. And um, But, you know, I I say it often, I'm, I'm, I'm concerned with the people who, are here not so much those who aren't and you know yeah. I'm, I'm you know if it stopped tomorrow and the same twenty six thousand are watching me you know that's twenty five thousand nine hundred ninety nine more than i thought would be watching me so um you know i'm just grateful for that to be honest it's you can forever chase numbers but it's yeah. about the people um so yeah we'll we'll see we'll see but i'm just going to keep doing what i'm doing that's a, that's a brilliant answer, and I think that really that sums up your channel because I think that's the outlook you have, which is really really decent, and uh, and I'm sure you win people over um, because of your honest views in that, and kind of what you're trying to do with the channel, and it's about because you enjoy it, and it's fun, and it's mm -hmm. a it's a it's a great passion to be able to have that and enjoy it, and and I think it definitely improves your driving because I, one of the the things I was going to talk about was that I, I, the, the great thing about sim racing is it's a kind of quite a, a leveler. Of, of talent because if you go out there and you get yourself your steering wheel and your pedals and your seat and you go out there and you practice and you start to get better at Gran Turismo and things like that because that's what I've tried to do over the last couple of years just mm. as an, a very much amateur um you know I do it once or twice a week if I, when we get the time um and uh, and and I went to a couple of driving days that, that were done for company car drivers of all things and um, mm -hmm. but nowadays they, they the first year I did it Lexus were there and they had someone they had a, a sim team from Silverstone who had set up um, two sim um, rigs and they, they had Gran Turismo at uh, Brands Hatch. And I thought, oh, I've got to have a go at this. Um, so rather than driving the cars, real cars around Millbrook, which is an amazing thing to do anyway, mm, um, yeah. we, I spent about an hour on this. Um, and the funny thing was, there was a French chap who had set an amazing time um, in this in this in the in the rig, and no one thought it would get anywhere near it. Um, and I remember because he even had the racing boots and he had all the stuff in. And uh, and he said at the end of day one, um, he said, "Ah, well, I'm going to France now. You know, you can send me your your yeah, you send me the PlayStation because that's the prize of the PlayStation with a Gran Turismo, you know, a copy of Gran Turismo." And he says, "I look forward to receiving it in Marseille or wherever he was heading off to." Um, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to do my absolute utmost to get make sure I get that PlayStation yeah. you know, before he does. Hey, well, I beat him by a tenth. Very good. Um, and I think the guys who were running it were hoping it was going to be close as well. So it kind of made for a bit more. So they allowed me to have a few more shots. I mean, there wasn't a limit on the amount of shots, but I did mm. go out there quite a few times. Um, and it was great. And so I won, you know, a PlayStation and a copy of the game as well. Um, and last year at the same event, um, um, uh, uh, Mercedes-Benz were there. They had their F1 set up. And the, this time it was at Silverstone, and it was quite good because the the, the, the steering wheel really sh it shook like crazy um, as you were driving along the streets. You know, it was quite a, quite a hard setup. Um, but uh, I won that competition as well, and I got a prize um, to go to Brooklyn's. Um, so I went to you know in the, the, their main kind of museum and office, uh, the head office uh, down in Surrey, and that was a brilliant day out. Um, yeah. And the thing is, because of that, they'd had floods. It was going to be like a half off road, half uh, driving on the in the Mercedes C forty two. Um, so I just did an hour's worth in the C43 with James, it was James Kelter, I think it was, so I, I can't, um, can't remember his surname, um, I, I, but, um, it, and so I just did the, the track side, and it was fantastic, and you know, all the stuff I had learned in the, by sim racing really helped me to, to drive the C43, and it was mm. almost 
crazier in the real car when I actually got into it. It was kind of crazy. Um, how have you found, you have uh, there other games that you've played, um, do you find that they have helped you do better in Gran Turismo? I found that with ACC and Gran Turismo um, by doing... Only, I think, iRacing, certainly. The the competition on iRacing is just nuts. Um, but I always, I live about 10 minutes away from Brooklands, actually, funnily enough, uh, right. down, in, down in Guildford. So, you know, yeah. I'm a big, big McLaren fan because they're just down the road in Woking. Oh, yeah. um, and festival you know, of speed is just down the road too, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so festival of speed. Funnily enough, I went to um, you know you were talking about all your success on these uh, sim racing things that you know you go down to these events. Uh, I actually had quite the opposite, <laughs> quite the opposite experience when I went to uh, Goodwood. I used to go all the time. It's it's a real shame it's not on, but I love the drive down there. You see all the amazing cars on route down there, and um, they had a sim racing stand. I think it must have been at Ford or something. I yeah. thought, yeah, I've been always quite handy at Grant. This was before, you know, the Grand Turismo Sports stuff. I thought, oh, I'm quite handy at this. They had the hill climb uh, one, and they had the hill climb, obviously, it being Goodwood, and they had like a – it must have been a Fanatec set. I'm not sure. I took a picture of it, actually, um, on my phone. And um, I may, I went off at the first corner. It was just absolutely horrendous. And um, then it, there was a big queue, and so I just hung my head in shame and just was like – because I bigged it up to Erin saying, oh, yeah, I'm quite good at sim racing, Erin. She goes, well, why don't you have a go then? Said, yeah, 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 all right, I'll have a go. Uh, binned it in the first corner. Uh, didn't even get to where uh, Chris, Chris, what was his name? Uh, who's the cyclist? Chris Hoy. Chris Hoy, who binned it in the in the GTR or whatever he was driving. Um, just went off at the first corner. Very embarrassing. So um, I, whenever I see those things, Hugh, I walk in the other direction. Even yeah. more so now. People people might see me and say, oh, you go and have a go on that, Rory. No, I'm, I'm all right, thanks. But um, I can't even remember what you were saying. Oh, iRacing, yes. Yeah, so iRacing probably really did improve uh, my driving, but it's just the mentality. And I think going back to ERT and this, the level that the boys are at, at uh, sorry, Erie's racing team, ERT, um, the level that they they are at to keep up with those guys, mm -hmm. you know, it's incredible. The, the, the level that they're at, as I say, um, I have to work, bloody hard to, to to keep up with them and and that really does uh drive me really yeah 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 no it's it's great though isn't it i mean that's the thing i think for a lot of motor racing fans who obviously couldn't afford to be racing drivers the sim racing gives them a chance to get the fuel for it and to improve the racing skills dramatically mm. so then if you get a chance to go and do a track day or one of these kind of you know days race day type things where you can do them at most of the circuits around the country obviously without covid mm. Um, but you know, and it does give you a chance to maybe do quite well and get you get a feel for it. And if it's something that they want to go into, then maybe they have a chance because we're seeing some of the top guys in sim racing actually go in and do. Was it Jan Marlborough? I mean, he went into I think it was Formula was it Formula Three or even more than that or GP Two? Mm. Even there, it was or maybe it's, it's uh, GT racing and other and other fields. But um, so they have done um, quite a lot of uh, you know these drivers are now transferring from sim racing into real racing um and it's i think it's great because so many people would not have had that opportunity no. without being able to do sim racing like this which is yeah. which is great it's it's incredible you know and i always compare it to i always said um you know i don't think it's any coincidence that you know keki's son was a was also good enough to be a world champion out of all the people in the world are you telling me Keki Rosberg? I don't know if Keki Rosberg was a world champion. You know, they weren't both good enough to be, you know, what are the chances of a father and son being good enough to be F1 drivers out of the everybody? Um, yeah. You know, and um, same with the Villeneuves, you know, yeah. same with the Senners with Ayrton and Bruno. 
yeah. you know, a lot of it was money and the barrier to entry was was massive. Some of the best drivers in the it's not like football. Anybody can kick a football. And when you see the product on the field, you know yeah. that the, the top of football is so much more competitive than top of F1 or anything like that. But but now you're right, you know, you've got the um you've got James Baldwin doing the, the GT stuff, you've obviously got Igor Fraga. Um That's you've got um you've got all these people going in and I really think, you know, that is where the future is, is, you know, yeah. picking these, picking the, the kids, you know, and I'm, I've given my G29 to my nephew uh, yeah. and he's really into NASCAR, which is, is amazing, yeah. you know, and I just, you know, if he's into, I wish I was doing this when I was that young um, because, you know, I think I'm okay at it. Um, but I really think that, um, you know, the barrier of entry is massive and that with these days of, you know, paid drivers and stuff will be gone because you really yeah. will have the best you know you're yeah. telling me and and you know let's be completely honest about it lance stroll uh you know you know nicholas latifi good drivers yeah. yes but would they be there without the backing of you know we're not sure would they have had the opportunity i don't <laughs> think so being completely frank and be yeah, i think you have to be yeah yeah um, yeah, because I, I mean, that's been one of the things in Formula One over the years. They've had their Pedro Dinners and all sorts of other drivers that were that were that were clearly they brought massive sponsorship. And it was rare that they did particularly well. Yeah. Um, but uh, but no, it's it's uh, it's yeah, I think it's a great leveler. I think it's given yeah. a lot of enthusiasts a real chance to find their niche um, and potentially maybe do quite well mm -hmm. and get into a real race that they would like to be in. Um, and I think the way that F1's going, it's so unfortunate about the lockdown because um, a lot of the big races and simulator races were actually taking part at the same time as, uh, mm -hmm. as the actual real event. So you would go to yeah. like Spa for a GT3 race or a Blanc Pain race um, and uh, they would have all the, the set up there and they'd be having a, a sim race at the same time. And people like Josh Martin and others and Chris Hay yeah. would be commentating on it. Um, yeah. I think, so it's it's great fun and, and I think that running alongside the real event is amazing um, mm -hmm. and I think hopefully it's a way of bringing a lot more people back into motorsport because I think they're desperate to bring in the crowds um, and to bring that enthusiasm back yeah. um, I think I think we are seeing as well with the three Brits that have come through and Max Verstappen as well we're seeing that gaming generation come through these boys are incredibly good drivers obviously they've had their opportunities through karting and things Yeah, but you know you can see like George Russell is absolute. I think he's absolute class. Um, yeah. And, you know, these boys have done it on the simulators, you know, certainly Lando Norris and Max Verstappen, we all know what they do. Um, but I just think, you know, and I think they're just showing everything up. This new generation, these people who are, you know, they're really good personalities like Lando Norris's helmet the other day was, you know, yeah. absolutely incredible. Yeah. You know, he's got time for, you know, the, he's got time for the interviews. He's always up for a laugh. Him and Carlos are brilliant. Um, yeah. But then, you know, you get the likes of, you know, I've, I've, there's other people there who just don't engage with the media and just not personable. And I yeah. really think there's a real shift with that now. And I'm, yeah. and I'm really, I'm really glad for it, to be honest. Yeah, because it, it also you want to know the drivers. And yeah. in the old days, that's what made you kind of love the sport because they all did videos and everyone was you know lining up at Duke Video to to buy the latest video of Ayrton Senna or Nigel Mansell or yeah. one of the you know, because they, they 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 had these really good interviews with with Murray Walker, you know, and you got the inside knowledge that that, that you just couldn't get anywhere else. Um and I think they've missed a little bit of that um mm. in the lineup and it's good because now with social media they can't afford to so i think it's very good that norris and and russell um do that well in fact we, we tried to commentate 
um, on the on the the e races that were when they did the Formula One esports. Yeah. And some of them were okay. The Brazilian race was excellent with Albon and and uh, and and others racing around. Um, others were harder to do because they didn't have damage on. So it was just like dodge jumps because they, it, there was no um, penalty really for for crashing into somebody. Um, mm. but, uh, and some of it were the, the Brazilian race was probably the only one that really did particularly well. Um, others weren't so good. Um, but it's quite hard to commentate on it. And I think that they didn't put the same effort into the F1 esports in terms of how they broadcast it as they would go into Formula One uh, mm. for the real thing. And I think that really made a difference um, because it wasn't particularly, the, 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 it didn't really work that well, I don't think, overall. Um, mm. So it's great to have the real, you know, the, the season back and hopefully they'll improve it and we can do more sim racing alongside of all of that. Fingers crossed. Fingers yeah. crossed. No, that's the thing. Well, I've managed to, to have you for a whole hour here in the in the studio online, um, and I very much appreciate that. Um, is there anything you think we've missed that you think your viewers will be wondering? Um, uh, no, 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 not really. I don't, there's not really much more much more to me, Hugh. To be honest with you, uh, yeah, I am what I am. So you know, I think they know. You know, they they know me. I think I think someone. I think the bit we've got to choose this this uh, question, haven't we? Yes, we've got to, yes, we've got to no, choose the question. I've got to recap. Back. I've got to recap the questions. I've got a brain like a sieve, so uh, I'll have to remember. Either asked the best question or made the best comment. Um, and uh, now we've got uh, the Muse saying, "Okay, chaps, I have a four thirty a.m. alarm call. Uh, go ahead. It's that great stream, Hugh. Sorry that you missed the first bit or the question about the shed, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's okay. um, uh, he says, oh, someone said here, perhaps." Um, Perhaps Rory can stop you bashing into people, or someone must have said, "Oh, you must have, you must have bashed into somebody on one of your races." Rory, no, could, no couldn't have been me. Couldn't have been me, you. That's it. That must have been someone else. It couldn't have been me. <laughs> and that's it. Oh, we did have another one. Um, that's a that's a good question, actually. What is the one single thing that you can take a, that can take a B driver to to an A rated driver on GT Sport? Uh. Cleanliness, I think, and and what I mean by that is just staying staying away from people. I think is 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 the big is the big thing here because you will get good results if you steer clear of people, get that radar on, and just anticipate. If you anticipate the worst and anticipate you're going to get rammed every time, uh, you know you'll you'll be fine and you'll and you miss it. And I know people have got a lot to say about the penalty system. Personally, it hasn't bothered me too much because I try and avoid from I try and avoid people anyway. So you yeah. know it it for me. It doesn't matter because you know it could, I could get a 10 second penalty for contact. I, the amount of times that I've sort of, and you guys may have seen it in my videos, I anticipate things and then move. You know, sometimes people don't go for a dive on me, but sometimes I'll give them space anyway and often lose a position. But you know, you live to fight another day, and yeah. I think that that mentality needs to change in Gran Turismo that it's not a contact sport, rubbing yeah. is not racing, it's a phrase from a film. Senna's, Senna's um, quote of, these really get me, uh, if you no longer go for a gap, you're no longer a race driver. That's the excuse he used when he rammed Prost. <laughs> and, and these people just throw these around like they're, they're you know, excuses. For I think he could get away with it on Yeah, some. and I just people people just need to be gentlemen racers at the end of the day, and, you know, and, and represent yourself well on track, I think. Um, you know, because you don't do that on iRacing. You do that sort of stuff on iRacing. Your wheels coming off. You've got wonky wings. You've got everything. So uh, you know it's yeah. it's not it's not good. But um, yeah, stay clean is what I would say. That's it. Uh, one quick final question. Um, uh, 
Kalpesh Rengazia. Uh, hopefully I pronounced that right. Yeah. Um, when is Rory streaming next? Oh, good question. Um, I don't know. I mean, like I've said to the guys before, it's not something that I'm overly outside of the um, 24 hour stuff where I've got people to bounce off of. You probably get this when you're presenting. You know, it's good to have people to bounce off of to, to entertain and all sort of stuff. I don't feel I'm an entertainer. Uh, you know, I'm not. I don't have the charisma of Super GT. You know, I don't have the the or, or Jimmy. You know, I, I don't have the quirks of of Key. I don't have I don't have his short fuse, which is part of his product and part of his you know part of his um, part of his charm. Really, is that you never know where he's going to kick off. Um, so I don't have those sorts of things. So um, I don't know. Um, I suppose that suppose the answer is, and I know he already is, but you know, subscribe, put the bell button on, and then you know. I suppose is that what? <laughs> and um, guys, by the way, if you if you haven't already subscribed to Hugh's uh, Hugh's channel, he's got really good stuff. With really, I've just been watching today all the interviews you've done with Super GT and and Dave Perel and and Key and stuff. Uh, so if you haven't already subscribed to to Hugh, uh, make sure make sure you do. Good stuff on there. Thank you very much. I really appreciate that. And to everyone's fantastic questions. Um, it's been really good and lots of good comments. Now, we're going to have to choose a winner here, or I say Rory's going to have to choose a winner. Um, <laughs> out of all of that, um, it's right. going to be right. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, I saw one that I didn't... I didn't. Uh, so GT4 and more, we didn't actually cover this one, but this is one that uh, that I do think is the best question of the day. Do you think that it could be possible to involve be involved with Gran Turismo events like Jimmy Broadbent, Super GT, etc. I think that's the best question because I I don't know. I'd love, you know, I would love, I've messaged them a few times and said, look, I will pay my way. I will do whatever. Um, I just want to be, I don't know what more I need to do to be involved, to be quite honest with you. And I would love, I would love the opportunity because I think it's again, bringing that every man or, you know, every, every person, you know, your normal Joe blogs, I'm not super GT, you know, I'm not a massive YouTuber. I'm not Jimmy Broadbent, who's, you know, part of the staff and stuff. I'm, I'm like everybody else. And I would love to bring that unique perspective. Uh, someone who was using a controller two years ago to, and being in C rank and all this sort of stuff, just, and making, having the same struggles. I'd love to bring that unique perspective and then to recognize the the normal man on GT sport. I, I so I would say GT four and more. Be super, and it's be well deserved. And I look forward to seeing a video when you're out there. I think there's the last party they had was in New York with Yomo, the guy who created it. Yomo, oh, it'd be nice, wouldn't it? It's not a bad way to not a bad way to live, is it? A hotel with a pool on the top floor in New York, um, celebrating way into the middle of the night. So no yeah. doubt, uh, it's uh, eventually I'm sure you'll get there. So yeah, GT4, this amazing prize, it's like a Top Gear prize. <laughs> <laughs> of, uh, you might not want it, but it's coming to you whether you like it or not. It's uh, <laughs> Ayrton Senna and Manuel Fangio uh, will be on its way. The best thing to do, if you can email me, info at hughhattrick.com uh, with an address and details, and I will get that sent out to you as well. Um, that would be super. But thank you to everyone for watching tonight and your wonderful comments and great questions. It's been great having you on the show. Um, and just if you are uh, wanting to listen pod, uh, to the podcast or um, have a spare few minutes tomorrow, we'll be going over the Grand Prix, the British Grand Prix tomorrow night at nine o'clock live here on the Car Sim and Race Driver show. Um, now, I don't know if you know our, our kind of motto, uh, Rory, but we have a motto for our show um, and it is drive fast and try not to crash. So it's, uh, <laughs> I'm sure I 
some very famous racing driver, but they've never sued me so far. So okay. <laughs> I, think I think we're okay. But um, but stay on the line, and I'll I'll finish the show. So thanks to all our viewers and listeners. You've been listening to the Car Sim and Rage Driver Show with our very very special guest, Rory Alexander, or here he is. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Bye, Bye just now. Thank you.